0: on Local Now,
1: Channel 525. Congratulations to the Department of Homeland Security. And not for making anybody feel any more secure, by the way, but the exact opposite. Uh, if there is one agency, you know, that you'd like to believe is right on top of every little detail, that would be it. But the guy who's running it, Alejandro Mayorkas, has no clue. But here's something he does have. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. That's right. He's the guy who hired Nina Jankowitz to run the disinformation management board, even though Nina has been a big fan of disinformation especially when it comes to Hunter Biden. Here he is with
2: Senator Josh Hawley earlier this week. If your intent was to combat misinformation online or in the government, why on God's green earth would you nominate someone who is a human geyser of misinformation? Um, Senator, um, I, I am ultimately responsible for the
3: hiring of Ms. Jankiewicz, uh to be the executive director of the Disinformation Governance Board, in my capacity as the Secretary, why did you I, I, bear, her? I bear responsibility uh, for that. Um, I understand that she is uh, an expert in disinformation. Yes, indeed, will, spreading it. And she will have an obligation to execute her responsibilities in a nonpartisan way.
2: Were you aware I, of these? Were you aware of this information when you chose her? Everything I've just shown you. I was not. Why, how could you not be? Uh, uh, did you do any research on her, Senator? Senator?
3: Uh, I will not uh, discuss the internal workings of the hiring process you won't? of the Department of Homeland Security. Well, let
2: me ask you about this. I, I, I'm sure there are documents pertaining to this board, minutes of meetings, communications about who would serve on the board. Will you release those to this committee? Um, uh, Senator, there are not uh, yet this this governance board. Wait a minute. There are no, me- there are no minutes of meetings about this board? It has not yet. You've not um, created any records? It has not yet begun its work. Y- you've hired her. You surely had deliberations about hiring her. The, the, the board has not yet met. You, you had deliberations about hiring her, though, correct? Um, I did not, uh, Senator. You just said I, that you are solely responsible for hiring her. In my capacity as the secretary... I bear responsibility. You're telling me that there are Which no documents on. associated with this board? I, that, I, that I don't know. You asked for meeting minutes. Minutes of meetings, documents pertaining to the board, any records of communications about who would serve on the board, will you turn those over to this committee? Any document reta- pertaining to this board, will you turn it over to this committee? Senator, we, we owe you documents with respect to the work of this board that already are in existence. So you'll turn them all over? You will turn those documents over to this to this committee? Unless there is a legal basis for us not to do so. Uh, Senator,
3: I will follow up with my uh, colleagues on that.
1: Sure you will. Kind of tough to beat that one. That's why Alejandro Mayorkas is the Windows R Us jerk of the week. The Jerk of the Week
4: is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding,
1: doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And when we come back, Naomi Wolf with some bad news about the vaccines you probably received. Stick around.
2: Hey, Earl,
1: did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77?
3: You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing?
5: Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished.
3: And that's a violation
1: of my privacy rights. What will they come up with next? A tax increase?
3: You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has. Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked
4: to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity LLC
0: Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule Changing the World One Life at a Time
1: I'm a long-time health person and Ph.D. scientist by background, and as soon as I started taking the product, I noticed a difference right away. Even though I take a lot of different supplements, I noticed a change for the better with this product. And the idea, when I first heard about the product and what your company was doing, I thought, boy, this is the way you make a vitamin... So I'm very happy with it on several levels. Not only do I feel the difference from this product, but I'm happy that there's somebody out there making a product like this.
0: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call one 800 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code BALANCE. Are you wondering if this year
5: you'll still be asking why it seems so easy for other people to find love but so hard for me? If you're feeling the pain of being alone and are tired of everyone around you finding their soulmates and leaving you behind, then get ready to remove the barriers to finding the marriage of your dreams and start believing it's possible for you. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Join me in my Married in 12 Months Challenge where I'll teach you why now is your time to find love What are the lies that are holding you back? Why God wants you to be married? The biblical law of attraction and the tools you need to become a bride. Listen, if you deeply desire to be married, but you're still single, you should be doing something about it. Sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. The only thing you have to lose is the pain of being alone on your journey. So join me at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Connecticut hedge fund CEO David McCormick desperately sought President Trump's endorsement but failed because of his liberal, woke, pro-Biden and pro-China record. Some of the opponents, I have to tell you, are very pro-China, and they're going to let China eat our lunch. We can't let that happen. Other candidates like Jeff Bartos and Carla Sands are more conservative than David McCormick. Bartos and Sands sought Trump's endorsement, too. But President Trump picked Dr. Oz. He is pro-life, and he is very, very much in favor of the Second Amendment. He'll
6: fight for strong borders. He's got a movement going along with our movement, and he's very well supported by people like Sean Hannity. I see ads in Pennsylvania where they're all claiming that they have my support. They don't have my support. The only one that has my support
5: is Dr. Oz. Endorsed by Trump. pro gun pro-life. Dr.
0: Oz for Senate. I'm Dr. Mehmet Oz, a candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Oz for Senate.
4: This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
1: Just this morning, I saw an ad on TV that included several doctors uh, advising parents to get their kids vaccinated. Kids from uh, 1 to 5, I think it was. And this is happening at the same time as what's being called the Pfizer dump is going on, which is data that Pfizer tried to hide, I think for 75 years, uh, until a court forced them to make them public. Dr. Naomi Wolf is the author of The Bodies of Others, The Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. She has been exposing a lot of shocking information about the vaccines recently, for a long time actually, uh, and she joins us now. Naomi, thanks for being here.
7: Thanks for having me.
1: So, uh, before we get into what your book's all about, I haven't. I'm. I just. I'm kind of surprised. I haven't seen a lot of coverage of the Pfizer dump. Uh, I've seen little bits and pieces of it, but I haven't seen anybody really blowing it up. Uh, you've taken a deep dive into the data. Can you give us some quick highlights? That's been that's
7: been coming sure. out. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. It's shocking that it's not front page news at the New York Times and the Washington Post and every regional newspaper. It's the biggest, you know, corporate medical scandal of, of our era. You know, from what's emerging Pfizer documents. Um, but I I have been reporting on it consistently for almost two months now. Um, so and we've we've had impact just yesterday. Our first, uh, lawyer's letter went out to an attorney general based on the evidence that our 2,500 research volunteers have uncovered in the Pfizer documents. And the day after that, the FDA threw Johnson and Johnson under the bus and said, um, you know, this other brand causes blood clots. Uh, we, you know, we see blood clots among other horrific, uh, symptoms from all, all of the brands. But let me go to the highlight of what's happening. Um, We have 2,500 volunteers, as I mentioned. they are doctors, nurses, uh, biostatisticians, medical fraud investigators, highly credentialed people going through every one of these 55,000 documents that a court order compelled Pfizer to release and indeed the FDA to cover them up for 75 years for when we're dead and gone. And we also have 250 volunteer lawyers waiting to take action, civil and criminal, um, you know, based on what the, the research volunteers find. So I'll give you super fast headlines. Um, Pfizer knew in November of 2020, a month after the rollout of the vaccines, that the vaccines did not work. Uh, they found uh, waning efficacy, vaccine failure, and they found that one of the uh, symptoms you have after getting vaccinated is covid so the American people were not told that the vaccines wouldn't work or would wane in efficacy until April of 2021, and millions of people got vaccinated, believing that would be it; they would be immune. And the president said that. that you know, Rachel Walensky said it, Dr. Fauci said it, but Pfizer knew that wasn't true. Another shocking headline to me as a mom and stepmom is that Pfizer knew in May of 2021, based on a peer-reviewed study, that 35 teenagers had suffered heart damage a week after being injected with their mRNA vaccine, but they didn't tell the moms and dads of America. And in fact, the FDA issued the authorization for teenage injections the following month in June, knowing that it harmed kids' hearts, And it wasn't until August of 2021, four months later, that uh, the FDA issued a press release acknowledging that there was myocarditis, and they said it was extremely rare. But they knew that it was not rare, and they knew that 35 kids' hearts had been damaged. Um, Shocking headline. Pfizer boasted to the FDA that they had hired 2,400 full-time employees internally uh, in 2021 to deal with the flood of adverse event reports that they were receiving and the flood of adverse event news, bad things that happened to people after being vaccinated, reports that they expected to receive. 2,400 full-time employees. Um, shocking headlines. This, this news we just broke last, last week. Pfizer assured everyone that the vaccine was safe and effective for pregnant women. CDC said so, the New York Times said so, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci said so, all the spokesmodels that Pfizer and the FDA hired through the CARES Act, uh, you know, our tax dollars went to spokespeople on social media saying the vaccine was safe and effective for pregnant women. Well, pregnant women were excluded from the Pfizer trial. Um, and not only that, the assurances that the vaccine was safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a, a French study of 44 French rats who were followed for 42 days. Their fetuses were autopsied and the researchers didn't find any problems. They didn't follow the baby rats to make sure they developed normally. But based on, and the doctors who ran the study were employees or shareholders of Pfizer or BioNTech, which is a company that Pfizer bought to make the mRNA vaccines. Uh, Based on that rat study, American women were told that it was safe and effective. In fact, the American college of obstetricians Obstetricians and gynecologists harassed pregnant women to get injected. Um, But there was no data supporting safety. Following up on that, and really, as as, as a writer about women's health issues for 35 years, this is so horrific. Uh, the Department of Defense database, which was leaked by a whistleblower, and Attorney Tom Renz is representing our brave soldiers and members of the military against uh, the harms represented in this database, showed that in 2021, there were 8,000 cases of fetal abnorm- abnormalities, fetal malformations in pregnant female soldiers who had been vaccinated and remember that women in the military, men in the military were forced to be vaccinated with this mRNA vaccine just to keep their careers, just to continue to serve our country. So that 8,000 rise is 80% over the baseline of of 10,000. In other words, there's 80% more fetal malformations, fetal abnormalities in pregnant women in the military after being vaccinated. Um, gosh, I could go on and on, but, you know, those are some of the key points. Oh, here's one. Uh, this is so horrific. Uh, Pfizer knew that the more the more you get injected, the thicker you get, meaning that the mRNA vaccine damages your leukocytes, which are your, re- your white blood cells that help you, you know, boost your immune system. And that's why anecdotally, and in some studies now, Those of us who are not vaccinated, you know, aren't getting sick. But people who have been vaccinated and boosted keep getting sick, keep getting sick. It's because Pfizer and Pfizer knew that this would happen because the vaccine damages people's immune response. Um, I'll give you one more, and then I'll pause. But so shocking. Pfizer assured everyone. The FDA assured everyone. CDC assured everyone that the the mRNA vaccine stays in the injection site, stays in your arm. But this is not true. They knew that within 24 to 48 hours, the mRNA, the lipid nanoparticle, which is a tiny, hard, fatty casing, uh, and the spike protein, leave the injection site, go into your bloodstream, and within 48 hours, this material lodges in your liver, your ovaries, your adrenals, your lymph nodes, and your spleen. And I've got to notice, we're seeing hepatitis among little kids who are not, you know, having risky sex or injecting drugs, right? Right. Kids don't get hepatitis. Uh, We're seeing horrible menstrual dysregulation among childbearing childbearing age women. I was deplatformed from Twitter a year ago. For raising concerns about this, I was mocked and laughed at, and depressed. Well, now studies are confirming that women's menstrual cycles are extended by an average of a day a month. You know, and and we're now seeing disruptions of fertility, uh, which is not surprising because this material is lodging in the ovaries, which regulates women's fertility, women's women's menstrual cycles. Um, so I, I, you know, I could go on, but I better stop there. It, it, it's, it's absolutely horrific.
1: It's it's amazing. Uh, that's a lot of stuff you just hit us with there. And again, uh, and we're talking to Naomi Wolf, Doctor Naomi Wolf. She's the author of The Bodies of Others, The Authoritarians, COVID nineteen, and the War Against the Human. Um, uh, it, and this is not based on your opinion. This is this is coming from data released by Pfizer. So when you say things like they knew this and they knew that, despite what they were saying and what what, what people were believing. This is right there in black and white that they, that they knew uh, about these things that, that uh, people like you were blowing the whistle on and went ahead with it anyway. It's, it's not about opinion here.
7: No, it has, nothing to do, it has nothing to do with my opinion. I should stress I'm not a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this research. I'm reporting this research. But I've seen these documents, and you can see them for yourself, because our research volunteers link every single one of these documents in their reports, which we're publishing as they come out. There are about 15 of them now on dailyclout.io. So you can see these for yourself right You know, right underneath each of these documents, there's the words FDA confidential. So not only did Pfizer know, but the FDA knew. And indeed, the people putting these uh, analyses together are uh, you know, biologists, research scientists, medical fraud investigators, doctors, nurses, uh, sta- medical statisticians—they're uh, people trained to read these documents. But don't take my—it's not my opinion. You've got to take a look. You know, the documents are right there. And again, they never thought these documents could see the light of day. And and it was even more shocking to me than Pfizer, a private corporation, concealing these harms, is that. The FDA, which is legally bound and funded by our tax dollars to protect us from harms, uh, went ahead and saw every one of these documents and, and continued to, to hurt American men and women and children and teenagers. And they want to do more, right? They want to go after under five now.
1: And I want to get to your book, uh, the, the Bodies of Others, the, the Authoritarians, COVID-19, The War Against the Human, uh, you write in your book that Big Tech and Big Pharma and the Communist Party of China seized upon the COVID-19 hysteria to not only undermine our republic, but to fundamentally reorient human relations. What do you mean by that? That sounds pretty scary.
7: I mean, it it should sound scary. Uh, you know, look at the last two years. Look at what life in America was like before January of 2020. And look at what it's like now now. Um, a hundred thousand restaurants and bars have been forced to close. Uh, a massive transfer of wealth went from small landlords who couldn't afford to hang on. You know when they weren't allowed to co- collect rent because the CDC said they couldn't uh, during the lockdown. Our children are showing um, off the charts uh, mental health problems, social problems, emotional learning problems after having been kept home. For a year and a half, and and when they go back to school, weirdly forced to distance, forced to mask. Our kids have dropped 21 percentage, uh, I'm sorry, IQ points, according to a Brown University study, due to the social isolation and the masking. Um, masking is leading to changes in our kids' ability to recognize human faces. It's, it's damaging our kids' speech abilities. Um, we are in a you know, our our president for whom I'm embarrassed to say I voted, just extended emergency orders, you know, for the eighth time last month, but this time in an open ended way with no terminus point. I you know, I sit right now in New York State, which is under emergency law. Every thirty days our governor re ups emergency law claiming there's an emergency. It's not even a mental a, a, a public health emergency now. She's claiming that um uh, racism is, uh, the public, the public emergency. But it means that, um, regulations are taking the place of legislation and there's a regulation active right now that she wants to move ahead that will create forcible quarantine in New York State, like in Shanghai, like in Australia, where if you've been exposed to quote unquote a bloodborne pathogen, um, you know, you can be detained, uh, and you have to appeal to a court to get out. We narrowly defeated a similar um, regulation in Washington state. So this is not America, right? This is not America. Well, I'm
1: a little little short on time, and and I I only have a couple minutes left. I want to make sure I get to this because you write that uh, their target is humanity itself, and their end goal is to ensure that our pre-March 2020 world is gone forever. Who are they, and how purposeful was this? Was it a matter of taking advantage of an existing situation or creating the
7: situation? That's a very legitimate question, and my first chapter and in my introduction really answer that question. Um, it you know, look, I map the money flows in the bodies of others. Big tech really did increase their profits by a quarter to a third, in some cases doubling revenue by killing off human assembly, human worship, human in-person schools. I, I'm CEO of a tech company. I understand that the more you dissolve human community, keep people from gathering, meeting, joining together, uh, the richer you get, the more data you can harvest. Um, the you know, bad nonprofits like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation really did spend millions of dollars to co-opt uh NPR, the guardian the BBC, so that they couldn't report on the kinds of things you know we we're discussing at the beginning of this conversation. Um the Melinda Gates Foundation invested in vaccines. Uh and we've got the CCP and the World Economic Forum. And when I started researching, I thought these were conspiracy theories, right? Oh surely not. But Indeed, you know, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab wrote a book in which he basically said he wanted this world that he's, you know, they've now created. And there are World Economic Forum leaders, half of the Canadian cabinet, uh, you know, Boris Johnson, uh, you know, in Australia, New Zealand, all over the world. And lastly, the Chinese Communist Party, they um, have they're well established by the State Department, by commentators like Peter Schweitzer to be wanting to influence our American culture, our American politics uh, to our detriment. And, and, uh, you know, we do this to other countries, right? I think it is absolutely safe to say that the last two years have been a war against the West, a war against America, you know, by these bad actors in loose alliance.
1: I'm out of time. Uh, We don't have nearly enough time to get into everything that's in this book. I suggest everybody get it. It's uh, The Bodies of Others, The Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. Dr. Naomi Wolf, uh, great work you're doing out there. Everybody should be grateful for what you've been doing. And I'm really happy you were able to come on the show. Thank
7: you so much. I I appreciate it as well. Thank you
1: so much. All right. We'll see you later. And I'll be right back.
3: with srn news i'm john scott first lady Jill biden has thanked u.s troops deployed to romania where they're serving as a check against russian aggression the first lady has begun a four-day trip to europe to see firsthand the refugee crisis that's caused uh, been caused by the russian invasion most voters rate president biden poor for his handling of the economy and say inflation will be a Very important issue in the midterms. The latest
1: Rasmussen Report's National Telephone and Online Survey finds that 83% of likely U.S. voters believe inflation will be an important issue in this year's congressional elections, including 60% who think the issue will be very important. Only 14% don't expect inflation to be important in the midterms. The survey of 1,000 likely U.S. voters was conducted between May 2nd and 3rd. The margin of error was plus or minus 3% with a 95% level
4: of confidence. Bernie Bennett reporting.
3: In the car linked to an Alabama escapee and jail worker found in Tennessee, but there is no sign of the pair. This is SRN News.
6: First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver.
4: As the left quickly dismantles the America we knew and loved, you're watching what happens when loony socialists get their hands on a little bit of power. They simply must ruin America while they still have the time. Yeah, well, fortunately, 2022 is the year of reckoning. This is the year we can take back what's right and true and just. This is the year to send the crazies back home and put the adults back in charge. This may be our last best hope to save this country. How can you help? Stick with us to learn how we are the answer.
1: Salemnewschannel.com. AM 1250. The Answer.
6: Windows are us, you've tried to rest now.
4: Exergen would like you to know about an important new study by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has always known. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. am
0: On outbound 28, we've got delays. Route 8 up to Delafield Avenue, at least a 10-minute backup. Congested Parkway East outbound, your tie-up between Forbes Avenue and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On the inbound side to the tunnel minor delay, and then backed up from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West delays outbound. Banksville Road to Carnegie, that's about a five-minute delay. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
4: AM 1250, the answer. Weather. A flood watch is in effect through Saturday morning. For tonight, it'll be breezy with rain heavy at times. There can be flooding in some areas, the low 50. Tomorrow will be breezy and cooler with occasional rain and a high of 52. Tomorrow night, clearing and breezy with a low of 43. Sunday, Mother's Day, we'll see a few clouds, then sunshine. Although drier and nicer than Saturday, a jacket may still come in handy. We'll see a high of 60. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
1: So if you missed Aunt Rachel, remember the good times when he was calling the shots here in Pennsylvania? I'm sure he makes you proud as a Pennsylvanian now that he's gone national and become one of USA Today's Women of the Year. It's all insane, of course. Uh, Jonathan Tobin is a senior editor at the Federalist and a columnist for the New York Post. He says selling the insanity is all about controlling your kids, and Jonathan joins us now. Jonathan, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it.
8: Well, great. Thanks for having me, John.
1: So listen, you're in your car, and uh, I know you're in the rain, and we we talked about your windshield wipers. So I will understand, and so will the <laughs> listeners, if every once in a while you pop them back on. I don't want you to run into somebody because you can't see. So we'll, we'll, okay, we'll, uh, thanks we'll, very much. We'll allow we'll for that.
8: I'm going pretty slowly right now, so I, I don't think there's that much danger
1: of it. Okay. So well let's uh let's get to the admiral um admiral Levine uh, has gone on a major offensive yeah. to promote this insanity now
8: yes well it's um he has he is right now promoting uh um, the guidelines uh for dealing with uh transgender children that have been put out by the biden administration and um you know um Admiral Levine, I'm not going to uh, use any pronouns with him uh, for fear of getting into trouble. But you just did, Admiral Levine. <laughs> you just yes, did, Jonathan. Exactly,
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Go ahead. The, first,
8: the, the, the um, biological male, who is our first four-star uh, female uh, admiral, yeah. Yeah. as it turns out, right, um, is um, now promulgating these uh, these new guidelines, which mandate the use of uh, so-called treatments, which involve life-altering hormones, um, mutilations uh, of surgery. Um, These are very serious things. These are things that can't be reversed and which credible doctors, despite uh, what the Admiral is saying, um, have grave concern, as do parents, as do really any sane people, about uh, the advisability of this. And uh, the admiral is not merely just saying, well, this is good. The admiral is saying, if you oppose this, you're not only a bigot and non-inclusive, you're also going to be in danger of uh, being in the crosshairs of the Civil Rights Office of, of the federal government, um, both of the Department of Health and Human Services, perhaps of the Justice Department as well, for discriminating. Now this is that's crazy enough, but for me, uh, you know, sort of the the cherry on top of the cake of this is that the admiral is also invoking Title Nine of the Civil Rights Act to justify uh, this stand. Now, Title Nine was the legislation uh, put forward in order to enable women's sports. Uh, without Title Nine, we wouldn't have you know an NCAA women's tournament in basketball and so many opportunities and scholarships for female athletes. But what this transgender craze for which uh, the Admiral is, uh, shall we say, the poster uh, child, poster Admiral, um, is destroying Title IX. Uh, we've seen this uh, here You know, with, um, with Leah Thomas, uh, the um, biological male who just basically, dist- at the University of Pennsylvania, who destroyed all the competition. In the NCAA uh, swimming tournament, and became an became the first biological male to win an NCAA swimming title in the female competition. Yep. and um, you know it's it's beyond irony. It's really almost beyond insanity. It's really dangerous because it's not just just like well, some some crazy thing the federal government is doing. If, you, if it's about silencing dissent, I mean, which we've seen in other departments of the government and the Department of Homeland Security, you know, with its Ministry of Truth uh, about uh, silencing, quote unquote, disinformation from someone who has uh, herself uh, been a, a source of disinformation. Yep. Um, so this is, this is a very serious development in terms of how this administration is not really pushing forward bad things.
1: It's about silencing any dissent. Yeah, well, um, as you said, uh, and by the way, this is what you get when you put lunatics like this in positions of power, where they can go out and <laughs> Indeed. And, and, and 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 sell this insanity to people while wearing the uniform of the United States uh, military somehow, uh, the U.S. Navy. But... Um, and and i I understand why you uh, you 're you're being careful with your language i 'm not going to be just so you know i i don 't uh, I have no patience for biological mail because it 's beyond redundant uh, to me so it just it makes it makes no sense
8: i, I, I won 't argue i won 't argue that point with you yeah yeah <laughs> no, so
1: I think most of our listeners right so um he he says as you mentioned there 's no argument about medical from uh, medical uh, professionals about the wonderfulness of puberty blockers and surgery uh, that you know that absolutely uh, butchers young kids but I've had many medical professionals right here on this show who would give him a really good argument could he be getting away with selling that without the help of the media
8: Not at all I mean that's the whole point about this this is all enabled by the media uh, media echo chamber a phrase that was coined, in the Obama administration to, uh, uh, you know, to describe uh, how they helped uh, the Obama administration uh, lie about the Iran nuclear deal. Mm -hmm. This is how they're doing it with this as well. Um, It's about, um, you know, people just denying that there's another side, that there's another legitimate argument. Um, I'll I'll concede. I mean, to me, this is crazy, but I know there are people who disagree with me. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to debate this. So are most Americans. That's the way. That's democracy, right? That's how we conduct this, and that's you know that that's normal. Um, But they're not interested in that. They're just they just want to label everybody who disagrees with them a bigot, a racist, um, a bad person, and you know a potential insurrectionist terrorist. And uh, that's how they proceed. And yes, the mainstream media, um, it, you know, just goes along with this. You, you know, you can you can search, you know, do some Google searches about um, Levine and you know the, these transgender treatments, and you'll have to you have to scroll through several pages before you get to anyone, any article that is not just relaying the talking points that that uh, the admiral. Uh, wants you to learn. That's, you know, it's crazy. It's, you know, it's also how, you know, the uh, you know big tech and the Silicon Valley oligarchs help manipulate public debate in this country for the left.
1: Yeah, it's one thing to have someone out there uh, selling this insanity um, and then everybody being given a chance to accept it or not. Um, but when you put a, a man in an admiral's uniform... And he stands there and says how proud he is to be the first female admiral in the health department. It's a Monty Python movie. It's it's just... Uh, how how have peop, sane people... Uh, how have they been just uh, so weak to just listen to that and not fall on the floor laughing?
8: Well, I, I can tell you why. Because we have a... You know, the, um, uh, the the sort of the gatekeepers of uh, popular culture and uh, various institutions are willing to label anybody who disagrees as, at best, non-inclusive. Um, just, just to relay it to another story uh, that I was working on today, um, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, who has been labeled a bigot for the, quote-unquote, don't say gay bill, which is just about, which is only about, in Florida, the piece of work. Florida the legislation which is about requiring, you know, parental consent, requiring the yeah. involvement of in parents right. in uh, education about their kids and being notified about what's going on with their kids and prohibiting grades K-3 through three with indoctrination about transgenderism. Um, that's labeled as, uh, you know, that, that's labeled as uh, non-inclusive if you, if you believe the parents should have a right to have a say about this. Um... The Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York, which is the New York Holocaust Museum, refused to host a conference um, by the Jewish Leadership Conference, which is a, a think tank and, a, you know, a major foundation, because they had invited Ron DeSantis to be one of the speakers, you know, a, a governor of yeah, a major boy. state. They had to move their conference, and their their explanation was, because he's not inclusive. Yeah, That's, you know, that's the orwellian world in which we're living in on these
1: issues well if you don't believe that a woman is a witch and she claims to be one does that make you uh non-inclusive what what are you allowed to say you are Uh, i mean who who made up the rules here that that decided that uh there's a certain amount of insanity that if you don't accept that makes you in not, uh, not inclusive enough or a bigot how, what, what what could well, be next know, after this? What could we? What could top this? Know, that's
8: a good question. It's a good question, John. And the truth is, most Americans are inclusive to the extent that they don't care what people call themselves. They don't care how their you know neighbors live. You know, they the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of Americans say, if that's how you feel, if you're a man who thinks you're a woman, you know, knock yourself out, dress how you like. Associate with whoever you like. Call yourself whatever you like. Right. Just don't intrude on my life. Don't make me part of your, you know, fantasy, your your social pathology, or whatever's going on. You know, the, the English actress uh, Mrs. Campbell Brown over a century ago famously said that she didn't care what other people did so long as they didn't do it in the street and scare the horses. I think that <laughs> I, I think like that. that sums up how, how much. How Americans feel, yeah. well, we don't have horses in the street anymore. But that's how most Americans feel. But that's not good enough. Well, if he they don't want tolerance, they want you to bend your knee and and repeat whatever they say you should say.
1: Well, if if the admiral would have gotten up there the day that uh, the announcement was made that he was the first admiral, whatever uh, whatever he is of the uh, health the, the department or whatever it is. Um, if he had gotten up there and said, "I'm very proud to be the first uh, being from Mars to uh, to be named to this position," and I think it's great for Martians everywhere, uh, would people would have said he's completely insane? And what he said is exactly is every bit as insane as saying he's from Mars to me, anyway. And I'm, I'm allowed. Am I not allowed to think that?
8: Um, well, you're, you know, as we we still have a First Amendment in this country, yeah. and yes, you're allowed to Do think it. it, you're allowed to say it, but only where in in venues where, you know, the woke are not in control, and uh, you know, in in mm-hmm. increasingly um, much of our public square um, is, you know, is off limits to anybody who descends from the woke catechism. Um, that's a tragedy. Um, for American democracy, that's a tragedy for society in terms of how we relate to each other, and you know it goes deeper than just politics. But that's where we are, sadly.
1: We're talking to Jonathan Tobin. He's a senior editor at The Federalist. Uh, you can find his piece at theFederalist.com. Also, a columnist for the New York Post. Um, so, uh, like most liberals, um, this uh, person uh, hates the idea of leaving it up to the states, um, which uh, that was is the the same argument going on with abortion. What's his message for states like Florida and Texas who are pushing back? That they're oh,
8: his message is very clear. He, his message is if you if you cross us, we will deploy the power and the force of the federal government to force you to bend the knee. Now, will that work for him? Is is that you know? Will, is he bluffing? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think. So. I think they will use whatever legal power they have to try and sue or force or, or you know, you, you know, the, the, the federal government, you know, never underestimate the power of the federal government, right? Right. They've got, they've got the FBI. They've got, you know, thousands and thousands of lawyers with not much to do uh, to, to work their will and, and escape, you know, an administrative state bureaucracy that is all too happy to wage war on Republicans. So if you're in Florida and Texas, expect um, Admiral Levine and his pals to come after you in one form or another for the crime of dissent. Um, and that is exactly why the point of my piece was we all have to speak up. We, we can't tolerate it. We have to make sure that we speak up um, and make sure our elected representatives know that this is not something we're going to tolerate.
1: And if he had stood up there weighing, say, 85 pounds and said that he's uh, I'm 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 just a little bit overweight and I, I just hope I can lose a few pounds to help me do this job uh, better. Uh, nobody would be allowed to say he's anorexic and out of his mind as it's just it's total insanity. I got about a minute left. Um, and we, we know the governors in Texas and Florida have had the guts to stand up to this insanity. But how, how many more Republicans are going to have the guts? Because I, I, I hear them saying the same thing. They'll refer to him as she. They'll go along with the whole program, even though they think it's insane. I
8: think, yeah, I, they're a, they don't want to get into fights um, with federal bureaucracies. I get all that. I get all the reasons to to be wary of getting into a fight. But I think uh, Governor DeSantis and you know and Abbott, but especially DeSantis, understands that you know the old rules don't apply anymore you know we can't fight these battles as if we're all part of we all basically agree we're all part of the same system the left has declared war on mainstream american culture and on much of the american electorate Uh, as president you know hillary clinton said it was a basket of deplorables you know uh, president biden says that basically anybody who was for trump is part of the worst uh, extremist movement in american history You know, the gloves are off now. Mm -hmm. We have to fight and speak up and uh, be willing to take a blow and answer back as much as we can um, within the democratic system. And that's what Abbott and DeSantis are doing. They deserve credit for it. They are an example of what other governors, should do what other legislatures would do what congress should do in
1: response to that. well let's hope more of them do it jonathan i appreciate you coming on the show great piece up there at the federalist.com
8: thanks so much john it's a pleasure being on i really appreciate it
1: okay that's jonathan tobin of the federalist we'll be right back
2: In 2008, I wrote the book, The Dumbest Generation. This is Mark Bauerlein. My first book chronicled the millennials who spent time staring at screens with extravagant hopes of a high-tech future. They were confident, optimistic, ambitious. Technology was to make millennials the smartest generation. In truth, it robbed them of faith, patriotism, history, art, literature, civics. The mentors didn't give them beauty and truth and greatness. Instead, millennials have looked for answers in utopian dreams of perfect justice and universal happiness that will only disappoint them. At age 30, they go for cancel culture. My new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, From Stupefied Youth to Dangerous Adults, lays out the wreckage and shows how to rescue the next generation. If you'd like to learn more about my work, listen to my podcast at First Things Magazine, www.firstthings.com, www.firstthings.com.
4: From best-selling author Mark Bauerlein, get the essential new book, The Demos Generation Grows Up, available wherever books are sold.
1: Hey, Earl, did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77?
3: You're kidding
1: Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing?
5: Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished.
1: And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, What will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has...
3: Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable.
4: I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC.
0: Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans and absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties, give Cash Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-940-7998. That's 800-940-7998. 800-940-7998.
4: Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act. License number 4131083. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call 855 9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Or visit CashCallMortgage.com. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
1: Hey, it's the last time I get a chance to tell you about 2,000 Mules. That's the uh, movie from Dinesh D'Souza. It was executive produced by Salem Media Group. Tells the story about the uh, November 2020 presidential election and all the people who tried to hijack it. Uh, the truth has been exposed by this movie, believe me. Uh, lots and lots of people across the country attended it in the theaters. You can't do that right now around here, but if you have missed it or if you did see it and want to see it again, uh, tomorrow's the night to do it. Tomorrow night you can see the movie. Uh, at it's uh, and You can do also a live Q&A with Dinesh D'Souza, the guy who uh, produced it. And um, you can watch on any device with a web browser. And you go to visit2000mules.com. That's the number 2000mules.com. Get your tickets today. It's a -a one-of-a-kind virtual event. And, again, that's the number 2000mules.com. And um, before I go, finally, somebody did something smart about cell phones. Penn Hills High School, Penn Hills School District. Uh, is not going to allow cell phones in schools next fall, starting next fall. Um, Students at the high school won't be allowed to use their phones at all while they're in school. The uh, principal says that uh, due to the recent success that they found by not allowing phones for the kids at the middle school, Linton Middle School, the district has decided that no phones will be used, seen, or even heard during the school hours at the high school next year. They're going to put them in a little sack, uh, some kind of a bag that you put it in, Uh, When they arrive at school, they can pick it up when they leave. Imagine that, common sense. What does a kid need a cell phone in school for? I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. The John Staggerwalt Show is a production of the Antwerp Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.